0: face with MJ and Dolph. Let's go! Welcome to Game Face with MJ and Dolph, episode two. Uh, today, again, MJ, Dolph there on the other side. Uh, we're here to talk some sports, talk some life, and uh, have a good time with you guys for the next 30 minutes or so. How you doing, Dolph? Man, I'm not
1: going to lie. I'm a little nervous about this, um, this podcast. So when you approached me about this, we talked about this. It was I know I I know a lot about sports. I know a lot about football. I know a lot about a lot of like golf. Like there's so a lot of sports. Today we're gonna talk about basketball. And this is something that I haven't watched. I mean, I think the last time I actually watched a basketball game before yesterday was two thousand sixteen.
0: Oh, so we're going to have some fun on this one. See.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, but I've done some research. So I've I've learned a lot about the teams and I learned a lot about what's going on. So, I I did formulate some opinions. So I'm going to I'm going to lean on you a little bit though. So, all
0: right. so um, so this is going to be like a version of stump of stump the Schwab.
1: Yes, yes, you can all <laughs> stump me and so I'm going to challenge all the listeners. If I say something that's stupid, if I say something that doesn't jive with the with the correct narrative should be, go below.
0: Put it in the know. comments, baby.
1: Put it I want to hear it. Talk that trash. I don't care. I got thick skin. You can't bother me.
0: So. Speaking of our viewers, um, you know, thank you for for the views last week. Um, It was beyond our wildest imaginations how many people have seen the show. And we're really, really happy about that. We love you all. Um, I did put this up to a vote on the Instagram page and the NBA jersey won. So we'll be doing votes like that every once in a while. See what you guys can get me into. And it won't always be jerseys. I'll see if I mix it up to other stuff. And you guys can make me look absolutely ridiculous. But we'll see how this works out. At least you picked the right team. Well, you know, I mean, it's either that or my old vintage Sonics jersey from Sean Kemp. But he just got arrested, so let's not do that. Sean Kemp though was the man back of the day. Oh,
1: see, those these, these are things that I can talk intelligently about. I watched <laughs> Sean Kemp my whole grow like so. I was a I was a crazy NBA fan from eighty four okay. until like probably when I went. Uh, in the army about 97, 98 time frame, I really didn't follow it much after that. I've watched the finals. I've I go to games. Don't get me wrong, like I've been to all kinds of games. I used to love going to Magic games and Heat games. Like I mm-hmm. I love them. It's just not something that I like really like watching on TV. I'm just not invested like that.
0: I so. hear. You. I hear you. Yeah, I mean, I started out. <clears throat> everybody loved Jordan. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> everybody it was easy Jordan. to fall in
1: love with the NBA back then.
0: But I, I felt bad cheering for for the Bulls because it was almost like too easy. Uh, so then I found Seattle, and uh, for some reason it spoke to me. I don't know what it was. And then of course Sean Kemp came on the scene, and Ooh. enough said. He was the man. He was the man. You know, man. then then later on, of course, the Heat were made, and you know we suffered through the lean years at the beginning, and then you know ended up having a really good franchise. So it's it's all good. But, See, I um, was
1: a little bit different. I went I went with the the Magic because when I I remember when I was a kid, they were an expansion team, and they yep. came with some Heat to come out. I say Heat. <laughs> they came yep. out with some great players when we like. Penny Hardaway, Nick Anderson, Dennis Scott. Like there were some amazing Shaq. players. Shaq, um, then we had Grant come in. Um, who else was like in that time frame? Like there was just so many great players back mm-hmm. then. They should have won. Like uh, it's just
0: and I'm actually really happy. And guys, this was not scripted, if you're wondering. But I'm really, really happy that we ended up on that part of the conversation because that is kind of what we're talking about today on the show. <clears throat> we are going over a little bit of NBA. Uh, kind of going over some players, uh, that the kind of really need it this year, um, and let, let's let's start out on that. So you don't want I mean, the picks first? Yeah. What well, you know? What let let's go with the picks first. Go ahead. All right. Cause
1: I, I, look, man, you can't take away my fire. I I actually put effort into this. Like I let's really do do did. This. Um So first and foremost, I, I'm a homer. Um, I looked at so I picked somebody that was more of a long shot that I that I liked, mm-hmm. and then I picked someone that's more of a, a a good, hopeful that could probably win, and if you don't know, being a homer, I'm going to say the Heat is my my first cho- choice for the East. So, um, so like,
0: you're you're picking the Heat to come out of the East into the finals, is what you're saying?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm saying that they're going to win it all. I mean, that like I said, we pick two teams per. They're my heart. I'm going to pick my heart. I'm I'm I can't pick against them. Like it's if we did an NFL, I don't I don't care if they're eighth seed in the in the playoffs. I'm picking the Dolphins to win the Super Bowl. It's just what I'm gonna. It's it's my heart. I have to do it. So if the if the Magic were there, even if they were the 17th, 18th, 19th seed, which I know they don't have, just so you guys know, um, I would still be like, they're gonna win it all, absolutely. But I know it's a homer thing. I get it. Hate hate on me if you want. I'm in. All right. So what's your what's a good pick for you? Like what's the East Coast pick?
0: Okay, so <clears throat> kind of going off of what you said, I love the Heat, obviously. You know, I'm wearing my jersey, what? but I got to put on my uh, show host hat. On this one, yes, it kind of removes some of the emotion behind it. Um, <laughs> my pick out of the East, and it's not a surprising one, it is Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee is the number one seed in the East, so I'm yeah. kind of going chalk, but they're getting healthy at the right time. And I just don't see that there's other teams that have it put together as well. Boston is very, very good. <clears throat> the Heat, I believe, will give uh, Milwaukee a pretty good run in the first round, uh, but I just feel like Milwaukee's a little too put together uh, to, for the Heat to handle. Including the fact that Milwaukee just brought in even more height onto a team that are gonna end up playing against the Heat who are height deficient right now. So coming out of the East, I have Milwaukee. All right. So
1: we gotta talk about this later. Since you your first pick was the, the one seed, mine was the eighth seed. They're playing each other this series. We gotta put something up on the line for oh, that. Well. Oh
0: well, but that's the thing. Can we put something on that? We're both Heat fans. But hey, no worries. I mean we'll put something on <laughs> You know what in fact in fact in fact. How about we leave it up to the viewers? All right, I'm okay. down. So, guys, leave us some comments. And literally, this just popped into my mind. Leave us some comments on what the loser has to do. And we'll go all four.
1: We're, we are doing four picks today. We'll see who has the best picks at the end, and then we'll do then. We'll, then we'll pay out. But you guys can choose what the payout is. Um, I think it's gonna be kind of bad because a lot of people know you, so they're gonna pick on you. So um, I love it.
0: Well, we, we just kind of tipped our hands too because we're going four picks, we're going two for the East, two for the West and then the yeah. title title game. And we just basically gave both of our both of our East people to go both of our East teams to go into the finals. So, who's your second East team? Um <clears throat> the 76ers, man.
1: I I did a lot of research into the 76ers and it's just they make such a good case for who they are if they perform the way that they can. And that's the thing when it comes to them. They need to get it done. They need to like, it's like the stars need to align for them to win. They're not the best team out there. I mean, I think the Bucs are. Everything I've read, everything I've seen, I've watched videos, everything out there shows me that the Bucks are going to win this. They're going to dominate, and they have the team to do it. But I think the 76ers has a good run for them.
0: Okay. okay. I mean, the Sixers have a whole lot of talent. That's one yes. thing. They have a whole lot of talent. My other pick out of the East is going to be Boston. And okay, I, again, I, I tossed around Boston, too. I love Boston. Like again, I'm kind like, of I going really chalk, like... and I feel bad yeah. about that. Because I, wants... I don't want to give you guys chalk. That's not what this is. Uh, but Boston has, has a whole lot of firepower. Yes. Uh, they have a young coach that really understands the team and is getting the most out of them at the right time. Um, the drawbacks are, of course, I'm not sure at the highest levels if, uh, if their two stars can really play together and make it happen. So that that's my only concern for for that team, but I, I just okay. feel like those two are the two heavyweights coming out of the East. So, okay, um, in the uh, you know being conscious about the time, let's go ahead and move on to the West, and I will start out on the West this time. Go for it, and then you will follow up. Dude. So, I have my first team is Phoenix coming out of there. I mean, they're just way too much star power on that team. Um, yeah, I understand that they got rid of a lot of guys to make that KD trade happen, yeah. but. They're they they're eight zero with K D starting in the lineup. And I that's know. hard to ignore. That
1: they, they, dude, they're my they're my pick. They were they were my first pick too. Um that K D trade shows that they needed they were all in there ready to go try and chase that down. And now is the time for them. There is no next season, there is no tomorrow. Like they're to me, they're the ones that have like a sense of urgency to go take it. And to in sports, if you have the sense of urgency to me, you're gonna go make it happen. Like you could tell when a team doesn't play their heart; they don't go out there and mm-hmm. fight. And I think that this team they, they they gave up a ton for that trade. Yeah, but I think that they know, like the, the players look around and say, "It's our time. It's our day. We're gonna go get this. We're gonna go take this." And that was why they're my they're they're my top pick there. Absolutely. Um, I I I think they they have a good shot at the finals, and they can definitely make it.
0: Uh, okay, so my second pick in the West is Golden State. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, ha- they haven't been doing great this year. There's been a ton of injuries, but another team is getting healthy at the right time. I feel like San- Sacramento is going to push them because Sacramento's super young and they basically try and run you out of the gym every, every game. So that's going to keep things competitive. There- there's other teams that maybe we wanted to mention and I'll touch on them quickly. Um, I-, I don't believe in the Clippers. I don't. I just, I feel like they're going to disappear at the right, at the wrong time. Um, Memphis too much drama on that team. They just, they're they not going to get it done. And please, for God's sake, do not bring up the Lakers. But anyway, go ahead.
1: <laughs> so my second choice is Golden State 2. Okay. Um, I, when I was looking at teams for, for the West, um, I'm kind of an AFC, EF, uh, NFC kind of situation. I don't really watch the West. I never did. Like, even when I was watching, um, I'm from the East. Like, that's what I, I always watch those teams. Mm. I don't know why. The AFC is the same thing. I watched a lot of AFC teams. I don't really watch NFC teams. I don't know why. Yell yeah, me all you want. Can
0: you say uh, East Coast bias? <coughs> I,
1: I am. And I'm okay with that. I, and I, I'm okay with that. I, but I had to look at them at Golden State and say, man, they have the pieces and they have the experience. So when we talked about the fire that, sun, that the Suns have to get it done now, mm-hmm. they have the experience to come in. What is it? Four out of the last eight seasons, they were in the finals? Yeah. Or they won? I mean, they've won. Yeah. Yeah. Four out of eight is insanity. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is like... Tom Brady kind of numbers like those are like, like crazy that's just insane yep so to, to to bet against someone that's been there knows how to knows how to perform in that I don't I can't like I, I think if there's anybody out there that can give some give them a run it's they're gonna get healthy now they're gonna go out there and, and show their show their ass basically I, I'm in like I like them it's just so funny that for the west coast we both have the same picks.
0: yeah no no and we for anybody watching we didn't go over these no that's the why I, had no idea left. I were... laughed he had no idea who mine were. I think that the reactions are good on that. Now, we're going to pause on that part of the conversation. What I want to get into is I want to get into some of the players that really need to make some of these runs through the playoffs, and then we'll go on to our, our finals picks to say who we think are going to go all the way and win the title. Okay? Absolutely. So I'm going to start out on the East, you know, since we got some some uh, some East Coast bias going here at this point. <laughs> what? Um, I'm going to say that some players that really need to make a deep playoff run if not even win the championship just a deep playoff run to kind of show their their cities their their organizations that yeah we can actually do this like you need to buy into this and some of these honestly it's for the players themselves because they may just say i want out if they don't if they oh, don't yeah. get this done the right way um so my first one is going to be uh, and i'm going to put together a combo joel Embiid and james harden okay oh, james harden yeah, man. has won nothing at every level, except for an MVP trophy and a bun- and some scoring titles, which is crazy. I've seen him play live. Yeah, he
1: is imposing. He is like I like. I said I don't really watch games on TV, but I like a couple years ago. I went to a couple of Magic games and they played Houston. I it was a couple, more than a couple now, obviously. Um, but I watched him play live. It was just so enthralling. We were four rows back. I got to. I mean, I was there, and man, he was so good. He was just so, like, nobody had anything for him on the Magic. No one could do it. Like, it was just, they were double-teaming him every chance they got because they had to. Otherwise, he was just taking over the floor. And to think of him and, and, and beat, bro, that's going to be, yeah. a, like, if they can figure out the chemistry between the two and make it gel as,
0: as they need to, there's nothing that can stop that. I, like, I think two superstars on the same team. And, and it's more to it than that, in my opinion. They, they've got some good okay. role players. They've got two megastars. But yep. their coach is, is not it. <clears throat> Doc Rivers has been living on that Celtics title where he had three Hall of Famers and, like, four more All-Stars on that team. And he did they dragged him into winning a championship. And suddenly he's a great coach. I don't understand it because at every other stop except for Boston, he's had a losing record, except now, of course, in Philly. But in Philly he has two future Hall of Famers and, again, a bunch of really young studs that are playing on this team. So now is it – now here's the question. Is it really on the players? Like
1: I don't think that that Embiid or or Harden are the ones that you really need to lay this on. To me, it's, it's the coach.
0: Oh, I agree. The, I agree. Like, but the problem is that if you don't make a deep playoff run, get into the finals with Philly, Embiid could say, I'm out. I'm out. Okay. Trade me.
1: Okay. But do you think he would say trade me to stop playing with Harden or would he say get rid of Doc? He's already asked to get rid of Doc last season, and it didn't happen. See, that just shows I don't know shit. All right, yeah. cool. Because um, to me, that, in my opinion, if you have all the talent, you have all the pieces in place, and you can't get it done, it's not the players. If a player can go from one team to the next and all of a sudden get a ring because they're that good, then why are they not doing it where they're at? And then to me, it just centers around the coach or the front office. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at it, like thinking about like the Knicks. What ten years ago, when they was the the god that Russian kid, Pachinkis, whatever his name I forget his name, Porzingis, the, yeah, Porzingis, yeah, 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 like all the bullshit that they 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 pulled with him in the beginning when they got him and like sticking with the triangle and all that bullshit that they pulled, like it showed that the front office wasn't wasn't supporting the team. Yep, and I I think that between the front office and, and Doc Rivers, they're the problem. If they're not winning. Because if, if, if Embiid asks for a trade lash, or asked for them to get rid of Rivers, because he knows that he's not the guy, mm-hmm. the players know he's not the guy, you think that he doesn't have the locker room that's saying, yeah, this isn't him?
0: Yeah. No, the, the owner's got his back. And, that, and that's, that's the problem. It, yeah.
1: That And there there it is. That if you're not going to win, you're going to have to live and die with your decisions. And that's one of the decisions that he's going to have to date. Why am I not winning? And that's why. Absolutely. To me. That's just my opinion. Like I said, go in the bottom, go go down, go down to the comments. Say, Dolph, you're full of shit. This is why they're losing. This is why they're not winning. Like, I'm in. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm okay with that. But this is this is my not so professional opinion.
0: So, yeah, I mean, uh, Philly. That, that's going to be a complicated situation. But again, you know, that's why I believe that those that those players need to need to make a deep playoff push. Um, another one would be, and I'm not even going to go with with just players. The Celtics. The Boston Celtics, yeah, I know I picked them to go into the East Finals. Um, but you've got Jalen Brown, who nobody knows if he's going to be staying or not. And the dude is okay. a stud. He's a major star, but it, it just doesn't seem to be working. They're two, they're two stars on that team. It, they, they play great together. Things go well. But it seems like when they get into serious crunch time, it just doesn't happen. Um, time Lords always hurt. So that doesn't help them. Um, and you've got just a bunch of little issues here and there with Boston, but I believe in the direction of the franchise and I believe those guys should be staying together. But if they don't win, you could have Jalen Brown again, being somebody that says, trade me out of here. And he's hurt mainly because of the, the KD rumors over the past two seasons where nobody knew where KD was going to be traded to. And Boston was offering him up right away. And, you know, if you're a, if you're a young superstar and you're like, dude, I've got ten years more to play in this league, if not more than that, why are you trying to trade me for somebody else that's going to be here for two or three? That that's got to get to you if you're if you're a star, which he is.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Jason T is one of the ones that I um, did a lot did some research in because he's like the guy of the, the team, and that's why I wanted to see like who he was, what he was doing, and and, I, and the the thing that stuck out in all the articles that I read, all the everything that I looked up about this guy was. He was at the MVP level throughout the season and then fell off. The question I have for you is, do you think he's going to come back in the, in the finals or in, the, in the, the playoffs
0: and actually get back to that MVP status and that, that level of play? Um, I, I don't know about MVP level play, but I know that he's going to be the best player on the team. And for one reason, one reason only, if nothing else. Okay, He was dealing with some health issues during the season. You know, the, the season's a grind, man. It's 82 games. It slows you down. The beautiful part about the playoffs, especially for older teams, like let's say the, Laker, the Lakers and stuff like that, is that there's no back-to-backs. So you actually get time to rest. You know, you they play a game, that, you can play all out and then get some rest right after.
1: Yeah, they, they need that. I remember when I used to watch it, it, was just such a grind. They're like, okay, we're resting this person. We're putting this yeah. person out because the games were so fast back-to-back. Like, mm-hmm. To me, I think that just doesn't do well not only for the fans, like, think about it. If you're going to game two, and we'll just take back to the day, you want to see Jordan play, but Jordan's now 40 years old playing uh, the Bulls, and you go in there to play, and he's sitting because yeah. he had a game yesterday. That would piss me off to no end. And to me, like, that's why I'm glad that they're doing this, mm-hmm. to give the fans the, the show that they want. Um, I, I Thinking about, like, basketball or whatever, Kobe was known to play hurt and play tired and play all those things because he didn't want to be that guy that someone says, man, I went to, I paid all this money to go see Kobe play at the garden or the the Staples Center and then did not see him because he was hurt. Like that would suck. Yeah. And to me, I think that that's a huge thing. Like they don't have the character that they used to have. First of all, I don't see, but they're out for themselves. They're not going to play hurt. They're going to go out there. Like some people do. I just don't think that it's really, I, don't know, I, I think it's good that they
0: do it just because of that. Yeah, I mean, let's not put it all on the players. Now, that being said, and I'm going to be clear on what it is that I'm talking about because some people's eyes probably just opened up real big when I said that. Um, you do have players that load management, load management, load management. You know, We've heard players say it before, that, oh, I want to have a career after, You know, I want to have a life after sports. That, that's beautiful. But you're making millions and millions upon millions of dollars to play a game and you have fans that are going to watch you play, let's not cheat the fans. Now, the reason I say let's not put it all on the players is because sometimes the teams restrict these players from playing in back-to-backs because of medical conditions that came up before or whatever it is. That's And fair. they're the ones that are doing some of the load management. So it is on both sides. I would say it's primarily probably about 60, uh, you know, 65, 35 on the player themselves. Uh, that It's load management. and They don't want to have to play in 82 games. That's one of the reasons that I'm to go off on a different tangent here. Another reason that I like the, the fact that the NBA is changing the rule next year, that you need to play in at least 60, I believe it's 65 games to qualify for for postseason awards. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if you I don't play that. 65 games, you can't qualify to be MVP, uh, player of the year, none of that stuff. And if you know anything about, and me, this is I talk, don't. kind of talking to the crowd, <laughs> NBA contracts are made fun in a funny way where these awards actually matter. Because you can't get a Supermax contract unless you make all the All-NBA team at some point during your con- during your previous contract. Okay. So these things are important, and it'll push the players, I believe, to play a bit more.
1: All right. So how do you feel about Derek White? You think he's going to be the, the guy it, for the Celtics
0: or what? I, I think the jury's still out.
1: Okay. The Why? jury's
0: still out. There, there's not a lot to say in there. Um, he Kind of streaky sometimes. Sometimes he has a fantastic game. Other times it's like, okay, like he disappeared, um, and okay. it's just that's kind of where that is. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you can—he's somebody. When you see he's hot, you give him the ball. He
1: showed up yesterday. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you—I don't know if you saw those stats: sixty uh, percent uh-huh. or sixty-one percent field goal percentage, fifty percent for for three, three pointers. Yeah, that right there is on fire to me. That's like. NBA hoops back in the day, he was on
0: fire. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, but but then it's, it's 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 again, it's one of those. You go into the yeah. next game, and you're like, oh, he was hot in the last game. You give him the ball, you feed him the ball, you feed him the ball, and he's he's at a negative suddenly. You know, so and, and, you're gonna laugh. The first thing, the thing I have
1: written under his name on my notes is consistency. Yeah, and he doesn't show it, doesn't have it, and that's what I think is going to be his issue. Like I said, he was on fire yesterday, but you're absolutely right. When he goes
0: into it, if he doesn't play the way that he can play, he's out. And then like he gets discouraged. Just... And then you see him all he wants to do is pass the ball at that point because he feels like he doesn't have it in that game.
1: How are you professional if you don't have if you're streaky like that? To me, I just don't think is your streaks that good
0: to get there? There's there's hundreds of players in the NBA. And there's hundreds of streaky players in the NBA. And they make a whole lot of money. Um and honestly, I mean, you hit that streak every third game, and you're helping your team out. It's just, it's just one of those things. So um, another team that I had on that same radar is the, is the Suns. Okay, and again, I know that's one my about picks them. that I had going forward. Um, but to me, the Suns need to make that deep run. Number one, because they, they went all in on this thing. It's a win-now team. You can not win now. Number two, Chris Paul. Okay. Chris Paul, by some people, has been given the point guard the, the nickname Point God. Okay? I don't see him as one of the top five greatest point guards of all time. He, he's definitely in my top seven. Um, but he needs to win now. And that dude needs to win in the worst way possible because he's been on stacked teams and never won yet. And this is now probably the most stacked team that he's ever been on. If they don't make it happen right now, I don't even know what to say because he got ma- He was made to look bad in the playoffs last year. He looked old. He looked like he just didn't he have it old. anymore. And I believe if they can't win it this year, the new owner of the Suns is going to be looking to make a splash and he's going to move on from CP three and go after somebody else.
1: I don't blame him. It, it, I mean, the guy doesn't even have a ring. Like how long yeah. has he been in, the, in how long has he been for? And as, and as good as a player as he is, mm-hmm. he hasn't been able to go to a team that would take him all the way. And this is a good shot as any, like, they went all in for 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 KD. We we've already talked about that. We don't need yeah. to dwell on the on the situation. We know they went all in. They're saying we're gonna win now. He needs to put that team CP3 has to put his put that team on his back right now. Yeah. he's the veteran on that team. He knows the players. He knows the the way that the team gels. He needs to lead KD. Even though KD's gonna walk in there and he's gonna. I mean, we know who he is. Yeah, he's gonna go in there and he's gonna he's going he's a leader and he's gonna take over and he's gonna do. He needs to be that co-leader, the the partner that he has to to. Like when we work together. I accentuate what you do, you accentuate what I do, and we worked well together. It's the same thing they need to figure out right now. And they need to do it with the quickness, because I mean what, he's been on the how long has Kitty been on the team? A couple months? I mean, yeah, he was hurt. And for he was a while. hurt most of it yeah. and he played eight games, but they killed him those eight games. Absolutely. So, do I think that if he is if he's healthy? I don't think he played yet. Or he's not playing today, right?
0: Um I don't remember off the top of my head. I think they play tomorrow, if I'm right. I thought it was today. Is it? Let me look. I, I, I thought so. Maybe I'm wrong. Because I know that, I'm wrong. and this kind of gives the timing away as to when we're recording, the Lakers are playing right now, and the Heat play yeah. next. And then there's two more games after that, so it might be Phoenix later on. They probably saved them for the for the late game. I, I, I thought they were playing today. I,
1: I really, really did. Like uh, Well, I'll tell you day, right now. 7 p.m. Yeah, 7 p.m. they're playing today. So it should be a good game. Um, I'm probably going to have it on. Like I said, I don't really watch NBA, but for, for these kind of conversations, I kind of need to, especially yeah. this time. <laughs> but I, I think that they if they can make it click, if they can make it work, then I do believe that they have a very good shot. We've talked about this before, They but they need to. Yeah. Like, I think any of the teams that we talked about today, I think if they don't, they need to do some really big changes next season. Yeah. Like, I mean, the people that say, like, I'm going to go back to the NFL side, but let's say, like, the Bills. Mm-hmm. The Bills think that they're self anointed champions every single year. But I don't think they're doing enough revamping and, and getting rid of players that are not performing and getting in new play- – like and I don't know – they're not doing what it takes to, to, to make the moves to get there. Yeah. I don't know if these teams end up losing. They need to get that and do it quickly. No, know. It's It's a huge industry, and – you can lose a fan base. Like, we're diehard Dolphin fans. We're diehard we Heat fans. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. But there's fans out there that rot, that flow with the tide. And if you're not winning, they're going to stop looking at it. And that's a lot of money and revenue coming out of these teams' hands when they're spending a lot. Think of, oh, the, yeah. think of the the contracts these teams have right now and what they have to play, what they have to do. Yes, they made it to the show, but they need to make it through the show and make it to the very end and, and, and get that prize. Yep, so absolutely. That's 100% my
0: correct. 100% correct kind of leading <laughs> off on of what you said. You hear just that now. Guys? No, I'm, yeah, I'm, you got that one. Right. I'm correct. <laughs> <laughs> leading into one of those things and kind of the heat there there needs to be some changes. Look, they they're not going to win a title this year. I know that you've got them as one of your picks. We'll go over that. It's I I know that they're hamstrung by two big contracts, but they need to do something and they need to do something different. Because the tallest guy on the team is Bam at 6 foot 9 and behind that there's no depth under the basket whatsoever right now look in, in pat we trust man in pat we trust 100 percent. pat i know you're not listening what? to this but if you are dude you're the godfather i believe in you 100 percent. some changes need to be made that roster needs to be turned over and cal lowry i know we got him for one more year under that contract package him for whatever you can and because it's time to move on
1: but that's what i'm saying though they don't they have a great coach they don't have great players yeah. they don't have the depth they don't have the like they don't have the pieces if they had a team like let's say the suns or the 76ers and they were losing i would be calling for pat riley yeah all day long but they don't have that like if when they had what back in the day we they wade and, and lebron like if they weren't winning at that time mm-hmm. yeah i'd be calling for it yeah cuz that's that's that that's what that's where the the main center point is like they control the most of it and they control the energy they control everything yes you have leaders on the floor but they're the ones that are they're the coach that's yeah. That's, their, that's what they are.
0: Well, there's a perfect example of that. Because if you remember, when we first picked up um, Shaquille O'Neal, when Shaq first came to the Heat, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Stan Van Gundy was the head coach of the team. Yep. And Shaq was tired of it because he believed that Van Gundy was costing them games and started out in the media calling him the master of panic. <laughs> so what happened? Pat Riley heard that, kind of told uh, Van Gundy, get out of the way. Pat Riley took over his coach again and took him straight to a title. Who would have thought that?
1: Yeah, you mean good coaching with great players will get oh. you his title?
0: <laughs> Since
1: when is that? Which I don't happen? understand. <laughs> if if an idiot like me that doesn't watch the NBA, Ooh, hold on. yeah, sorry, Mike. If an idiot like me gets that, why are these executives not?
0: Yeah, there, there's a lot of reasons, and that's something maybe we'll get into on another show. <laughs> uh, but now the next player on my list is Nikola Jokic, over oh, no. at Denver. I'm, I'm out on this one. Okay. So, why is he on my list? Number one, Denver's the number one seed in the West. You're the number one seed. You need to at least make it to your conference finals. Number two, Jokic is on a run right now of two consecutive MVPs, and he's in the top two to win the MVP again. Okay? The guy is a phenomenal offensive talent. Why do I classify it like that? He's a liability on defense. Okay. At center, he is a liability on defense they will do just enough to get by, but on offense, he's almost unstoppable.
1: See, to me, a center is primarily defense. Yes, yes. they get they they catch the boards, they get in there and they stuff down. Like I get, I understand where that is, but when it comes down to like, they need to be defensive, just hounds. And he's not. It's like. Yeah, it, like when I played basketball back in the day, I was aggressive on defense. So they always put me down low because I was big. Mm-hmm. I was stronger than most and I could actually I could control under the boards. You weren't going to get the ball from me if it came down. I wasn't jumping higher than you, <laughs> but I was coming down with the ball. They need that. Like they need to the bully down there. Like yeah. they that's that's that makes the a tall, strong Shaq. Like if you th- if you want to think of like who a center was that was all the things that I'm talking about? Shaq was like, if he if he would actually have
0: actually practiced, he would have probably been the greatest player
1: of all time, in my yeah, but, opinion. Like he had it all.
0: But Shaq's an anomaly too. Nobody is was oh, yeah. has ever been built like that, in the history of anything. I, I don't care what you say. Okay, you can go back to medieval three or three times
1: pounds when he came out of college.
0: I remember. Yeah, you can go back to medieval times when they used to talk about giants. That was probably Shaq, like going through time somewhere. <laughs> It's just, it, it is what it is. Um, when, yeah. when it comes to that part of the conversation, though, that's why I don't understand why, why Embiid isn't running away with the MVP conversation. Embiid is a total beast on offense, defense, everywhere else. Now we'll get more into Embiid in a moment here, but for me, that's my, that's my MVP pick this season. Hands down, hands down. But uh, okay. So now we've put out there um, our list of players that we believe need to really make a push. To show something like I was saying with with Jokic, it just dude, its time. If if they they looked bad last year in the playoffs, and again, I understand they had injuries. I get it, but that team is a hundred percent healthy right now. A hundred percent healthy. I think like the sixteenth guy on the team has an ankle turned right now, so it doesn't really matter.
1: Well, I mean that that's a good excuse.
0: No, no, it's the sixteenth guy. Like he <laughs> might as well be the water boy. Okay, it's just what it is. You know, and, are you discounting the water
1: boy? Did you not see that movie?
0: They're buying talent anywhere. Give me Bobby <laughs> I'll, I'll put them on all day. All day. But yeah, I mean, that, that team is poised and they are ready to go. They have players at every position. Jokic is the leader of that team. And if they can't get it done this year, I, I would look back and, hey, how much are you validating those MVPs? Like, do we need to reconsider how these MVPs are voted upon?
1: I guarantee they do. Like, yeah. 100%. Like, I, to me, a lot of these MVPs and like the Pro Bowls and the NFL, like a lot of these rewards are not really voted on the way that they should, not validated the way that they should. Yeah. Like that, it's just crazy to me. I I want there to be the best player. Mm-hmm. I want there to be the most dominant player, and if it's not, then they need to look like Aaron. Okay, just I know this is not an NFL conversation, but like Aaron Rodgers was barely the most dominant player in his were in his position, let alone the whole NFL. I know you may not believe that or you may not agree with me, but to me, there were people that are more whole players and their team, they led their team better than he did. He, to me, was a crybaby that didn't do shit last year, but cry about all the stuff. And he just, I don't know, he, to me, it was not an MVP performance by no standard.
0: Well, that that's one of the things that in MVP, whether it be the NFL or the NBA, especially in this case, talking about the MVP, the NBA, is that you have writers that are voting, uh, for the most yeah. part. That's the biggest part of the Homer MVP, and that drives me nuts. And let's go back in time for a minute. You already brought that up, so I don't feel bad going into it. Um, Michael Jordan, I'm sorry, Michael Jordan should have won the MVP for like twelve years in a row. Yeah, and players there was nobody that was doing it. it. Yeah, players say it. They say that guy should have won the MVP every year. But what was the the dirty secret? And it's come out. It's come they out. The writer <laughs> said we voted for other people because we deserve someone. Else. We believe someone else deserved the shot to win MVP. That's not what it is. Nope. Is he the best player or not? Like LeBron probably should have won a couple more MVPs. Yeah. Shaq should have won that MVP that Steve Nash ended up getting. Oh, without a doubt. There, there's Robbed. players like that every Robbery. year that get absolutely shafted because oh well we're gonna vote for the nice story over here. No, but that's not what it is. Was this person the most dominant? Were they the best player? Were they the most valuable player to their franchise? Because I don't even want to hear, the, "Oh, well, your team did. Your team wasn't in the top half of the league." Okay, but if that player was the best player, they were the most valuable to their team. Nothing else really matters.
1: Oh, I I agree completely. To me, I you have to be that dominant player. It does. It's not about the narrative for me. It's about X's and O's. It's about numbers. It's about who the person is on their team, like you have to have the stats, you have to have the character, you have to have the leadership. Like these are all things that make an MVP for me. Absolutely. And I don't think that a lot of the players that they they do put out there have that. Like like you said though, they're getting voted in by the these writers. The problem with these writers is they're like us. They have made their stance known mm-hmm. in the public and and out there. And when they do, they're going to go out there and support that choice when they go right. Or when they, when they go vote. So let's say I think that this person is. And then the person gets no votes. How are they going to feel when they, they go out and like, okay, this person you said should be the, the the guy. You got the vote. And then you didn't vote for the guy that you said to vote for? Yeah. So they have to vote for their guy. Yep. Which is why that a lot of these things, these people, like, there's no unanimous out there anymore. There never will be because nobody is. There's people that don't like LeBron. There's people that don't like a lot of these players. And when when they come down to vote and they have to vote for whatever their audience base is going to be happy with them voting for and what they said. So like I said, I don't put a lot of uh, a lot of faith into the, the MVP votes and the, all that stuff. Like to me, I just don't think that there's much value, but I do understand why they need it and why they should, because hundred percent they need to hit their numbers. They need to hit yeah. their bonuses. They need to get that contract. They, they need that money. And I, I have no problem with the player that I know a lot of people say they don't like these players making these millions of dollars. These players, and a lot of them, put their lives and their, their, their well-being on, on hold every single day to go out there mm-hmm. and and hurt themselves and, and play as hard as they can and sacrifice. No one remembers the guy that hurt his ankle and never played another game. That's right. Like, it, it, who's going to care about them after that is? These fans don't give a shit. Very few, so to people, me,
0: very few people still remember Greg Oden.
1: I'm just saying. Yeah. Amazing player. Yeah. Gone. Gone.
0: Was made out of glass. So to me that
1: fire, get your money. Yeah. I never have a problem with anybody. Like, to me, Brady was the hard, was the craziest one I saw out there. He was taking pay cuts so they could get people around him. Like, that's cool. That's a character. And that's why he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, in, in the NFL.
0: Yeah, it it also helps when your wife is, like, the world's best supermodel and is making double what you're making. So money's not and he really has a problem. And he has the brand. He yeah. has the
1: TV brand behind or the TV-12 brand. He's all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. yes, Jordan didn't need to take a large contract once he started making shoes.
0: Yeah. But
1: yep. He was the, he's the guy that showed, like, this is how you make money in the NBA. You don't mm-hmm. get it off your contract. You get it off of the endorsements. You get, And that that fool still makes so much money. Oh, billions, crazy amounts. Billions. Of
0: money. Crazy amounts of money. Bastard. Okay, so let's jump into now. So we've got our Eastern Conference, and we've got our Western Conference set. Okay? So now let's jump into the Eastern Conference, and I'm going to let you lead off on this one. So you had – who were your two teams? You had Milwaukee – no, wait, did you have Milwaukee? No. Nope. I'm forgetting. No, I had the Heat and the 76ers. Yes, you had the Heat and the Sixers. Okay. So who do you have winning that series? And I think you're about I think I know where the answer is going right now, but where do you have who do you have winning that series? I, I have the Heat,
1: man. I I I, I know I, I would be stupid and I, I wouldn't be true to myself if I said I'll pick them here and
0: then not pick them to win the series. Fuck them. They're gonna go with they're gonna take it all. <laughs> okay, so uh, we have different differing, differing opinion, opinions on the heat. Obviously, I love the Heat, love them to death. Watch I, more games than I can even count. Uh, realistically, I know better. Okay, yeah. don't get me wrong.
1: I'm not stupid. I'm not. I don't have. I don't. But I'm going. I'm. I'm a Florida boy through and through. I will go out here and I will. I will support the teams that are out there, whether in hockey or whatever.
0: I don't care. They're okay. gonna win. Okay, in the East, I have of course Milwaukee, and I have Boston, um, and I have Milwaukee moving forward, and it's for the same reasons that I gave before with Boston. That yeah. yeah. They seem to crumble at the wrong time. And it's it's really not something that that leads itself to winning a title. I believe that if they give Milwaukee a good run, that that'll that'll satisfy the Boston crowd. Uh, maybe they'll just add a piece a piece or two and try and give it another run next year. I don't I I seriously think if they get rid of Jalen Brown, they're making a massive mistake. Okay, so now on to the Western Conference. Um and we both had the same picks, so I'll let you lead off on that.
1: Um, I know I picked both, but I think the Suns are gonna are gonna take it. Like I think yep. that they have the the total package to to go all the way. Um, it's not that I don't like Golden State. I, I, there's all kinds of reasons I've talked about, but to me, I think that the the Suns are gonna
0: be where it's at. And I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Um, the Suns, I, I I just think they're overwhelming at this point. Yeah. KD is the ultimate plug and play player. What what do I mean? You can put him in any situation, and because of his playing style, he can play whatever it is you need him to play to get along with that team. He's not like, a, let's say, a, Le- a LeBron that needs to have the ball in his hands all the time. He's not, he doesn't have to be ball dominant. If you need him to be ball dominant, he can be. If you need him to rebound and score, he can do that for you. If you need him just to stand outside by the three-point line and shoot threes all day, he'll do that for you, too. He can he, do it. He's the ultimate plug-and-play. Now, the question is, again, CP3. That's what it comes down to for me. That's I what agree. it comes down to. Is CP3 going to be a liability like he was after the second round last season. He showed his age last year, even with the time off in the playoffs. He showed his age. He slowed down. He wasn't playing good defense anymore. There, there was a lot bad in that situation. And if that happens again, it'll torpedo this team.
1: I agree. I, I, I have nothing to say against that. Like I, I agree completely. CP3 is like the, the leverage that needs to happen. If he plays the way he can and doesn't show like what you're, his age, like, he'll do it. He'll get it
0: done. Okay, so then, and that team will go. So then you have Phoenix, and you have Miami in the final. Yeah. And you already said, you tipped, tipped your cards there. Not, not a great poker I'm player, apparently. Right yeah. You have Miami winning the whole thing. So sure, why, not? why would you take Miami over Phoenix?
1: Because I love them. It's not, it's, like I said, is, there's no reason. Be, I'm a, I told you from the start, I'm a homer when it comes to that pick. Mm-hmm. I, there is absolutely no, no reason that I would say that the, they will beat the Suns. Because... They don't have the talent to beat them. They don't have the coach to beat them. They don't have any of these things to beat them. But they have a, they have a chance.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, again, uh, love, uh, I love the heat. If you're watching, <laughs> give me a press pass. I want to go interview your people. Uh, love no. the heat. It just, I, I, I see the limitations there. I do. Um, if it's Phoenix and Milwaukee, I think it'll be one of the best final series that we've seen in a long time. But I feel like the most dominant player on that court is not KD. Okay. The most dominant player on that court is Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak. And he's <laughs> proved it, and he's proved it over and over again, that when they need something from him, he's going to put his head down, he's going to bowl over whoever he needs to, and he's going to get the points that that team needs. The only thing, in my opinion, that could stop Milwaukee from winning this title is if Antetokounmpo starts trying to shoot threes again, like he sometimes, every once in a while, decides that he <laughs> wants to live outside of the three-point line. And then from there, yeah. you're going to be trading rebounds and possibly twos for a whole bunch of threes from Phoenix that's going to be raining them down on you. That's the that's only the thing trip. that I think can stop Milwaukee from winning this title.
1: Well, hopefully.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see. I think this is going <laughs> to be a good playoffs. I really do... I watched Golden State and, uh, and Sacramento yesterday. Fantastic game all the way through. I, look, I, I see the press and everybody apologizing for LeBron and making up reasons why the Lakers can win this thing. Forget about the Lakers. The only reason the press is talking about them is because they get a lot of eyeballs, and it brings in a lot of viewers. That's the only reason. So they need to make you believe that the Lakers have a shot at winning the title. The Lakers do not have a shot at winning this title. They may win no. this first round, uh, series, but that's that's pretty much it. it it's realistically just not they happen. have
1: as much shot as the Heat do. Okay, pretty much. Like I, I and I agree. Like I said, I'm pl- I'm choosing with my heart. I'm I'm riding with my heart. It has nothing to do with the talent that I see in front of me.
0: But I agree, absolutely. Okay, all right. Well, um, anything else you want to go over today, or are we at the show?
1: We are at the show, buddy.
0: All right. Well, everybody, again, thank you so much. Uh, hopefully, you know you have a good time watching the show, episode two. We'll be on episode three next week. Uh, take a look for take a look at the Instagram page. I'll put up some other kind of thing you can vote on. See what you make me wear for next week. Next week, I will be broadcasting from Salina, Kansas. I'm going to see my little girl play some flag football. And you never know, we might interview a coach or two. Oh, heck yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Uh, so for that, I am MJ. That is Dolph. Again, thank you for watching Game Face with MJ and Dolph. Have a great week, and we'll see you on the next one. What are you waiting for? Like and subscribe below, and we'll see you next time.